0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Wheel of What? Like the very beginning said, welcome to The Wheel of What. We are now on chapter
1: 30, Children of Shadow. Um, so there's got to be a way we could redo that intro to like a trap beat or something. <laughs> What's wrong with the
2: intro? I think it's kind of... Well,
0: you I- know, and the funny part is, is that I ended up with, with the intro for my other podcast, The Squirrel Tangent, as being the... Is I found a video on YouTube where somebody remixed Turtles Boning.
1: <laughs> I remember that.
0: And that has been that that turned into my my intro music and it has been for like a year and a half right. now. We we've all had right, turtles not, boning as, as the intro music. <laughs>
2: that's cool and all, but we're not on the squirrel tangent right now.
0: We're we are on the are wheel
2: not. of what?
0: We are. And so so Ray you 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 probably have this afresh in your mind. What's the quick synopsis right here of this chapter? What do we got?
2: Um has to do with Egwin and Perrin. Uh I know at a certain point in the chapter they end up getting on a boat without Eli- Elias and they're basically treated like prisoners in a way. <laughs> it's what I've noticed. Okay. Because they are followers of the Dark One because of certain things that they have on them or the way that they act.
0: All right. So
2: that's the quick and dirty that I can think of offhand.
0: That's the quickest and dirtiest I could possibly do. You, you summed up the major plot point of the, of the chapter in like two sentences. <laughs> and there is wow, that's so impressive for me. So much more to this chapter. <laughs> first off, this is their first chapter where they're after they initially got to the setting. Um, so Egwene oh. has no special power. They're hanging out with the wolves. Perrin has a uh, moral dilemma. Um, ben has a blue moon. I have a Cabernet Sauvignon.
2: I have a, by usual, Dr. Pepper zero.
0: Dr. Pepper zero. Um, so, the moral dilemma that Perrin is faced with is his axe. He has used the axe to perform some form of violence, and he is considered doing more violence... In in the idea that he would rather give Egwene a quick death with that axe than let her be treated like the fox from the ravens. Yeah,
2: and I, I, there was a certain point where Elias talks, <laughs> talks to him about ravens. that. Yeah, right. it, Elias talks to him about that. You know that it should be her choice
0: it should be her choice but beyond that he hates the concept that he's thinking about this he hates that axe and um elias gives him in my opinion a really sound piece of advice the day that you love that axe is the day it's you the need day to get rid, you get rid of it yeah the moment you in stop hating what you have to do with that axe i mean that that's like the That's probably one of the sages pieces of advice that, that's in all the books. Like, all of them thrown together. That one bit right there. The moment you start enjoying the violence that you do with that weapon, see, you need to not do it anymore, period.
2: See, and I'm, I'm sure Ben will agree with me on this, because, what like, weaponry. Any weapon... I don't care if you say you love it. If you're not afraid of that weapon that you own or you've used. Oh, yeah. It teaches you how to respect it, doesn't it, Ben? That fear does.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and, you know, uh, personally, I used to have a sword collection and stuff like that, and I treated it the exact same way. I would never use that unless it was the absolute most dire circumstances. Like, I don't even want it in my hand. In the presence of another person for chance that something stupid might happen.
1: Like you stick them with the pointy end? It, <laughs> thank you, Jon Snow. Um, <laughs>
2: Yay,
1: the pointy end. Um, <clears throat> and the name of sounds that like sword would be a was name for, a good name for a bar. Uh, stick them with the
0: pointy end? No, <laughs> no that just would be the pointy a good end. name. That, uh, the pointy end? Oh.
2: Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, why
0: not? Sticking with the pointy end would be the brothel next door. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so for bonus <laughs> so points, bad. what was
1: the name of I'm that I'm sorry, what sword? was that for bone points? <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> what was the name of that sword? Seriously, you have to ask that?
0: I do. I mean, you know, you might draw blank. It happens.
1: Hmm. What do I use to play the record with? Well yeah, done, Yeah, I know. Sir. I know the name. So, waiting for Ray. Ray, <laughs> do, do you know the name?
2: <laughs> do you know the name of the
0: sword that we speak of?
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm too busy laughing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's still stuck with sticking with the point end. <laughs>
1: That or boner (laughs) points.
2: the brothel next door.
1: (laughs) We broke them. That's it, boys. Our work is doing here.
2: (laughs) I I don't think I can go much further for the rest of the night here.
0: Oh, the name. <laughs> so, so the name of said sword would be Needle, and that was a sword that was forge made by um, the uh, Stark household uh, blacksmith as a gift from Jon <laughs> Snow to his adopted sister. Well, Jon Snow was the adopt was the bastard son, and he gave it to his sister, <laughs> half sister. Which to this day there's still a doubt whether or not he's actually a bit, he's actually a, um, a snow, um, like there's so much rumor and like is he really a snow or is he actually a anyway long uh, series
1: so technically <laughs> technically yes he is a snow. Because his parents were not married. Nope, nope, shit. Nope, they were. Never mind. Yeah, so.
0: that, that's what I'm saying. It, yeah.
1: It's, it's kind
0: of like the rumor mill. Um, yeah. So,
2: anyway. Back on topic. So, uh, and
0: back, now that you're done with your giggle fit. <laughs>
2: my, my, I'm doing a lot better now. I can breathe again. Um, I got
0: better. So.
2: <laughs> so. Bastard!
0: What what we have now is that okay, they're sitting in the study <sighs> and then they get the forewarning from the wolves that there are people coming. Um, the for, Part of the foreshadow and this is only a small hint that, that you might have even missed, Ben. The wolves said they smell wrong. Oh...
1: Think about okay, how, think yeah. about
0: who was in that party. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Think about yeah, yeah. who was in that party. Uh, I know, I know, mm-hmm. I know. Now I was actually thinking the other bit of uh foreshadowing the, the ravens attacking the fox. Right.
0: But so we have the white cloaks come into the setting for the very same reason that, that Perrin, Egwene and and um
1: Elias did. If you ever needed a picture-perfect example of somebody that belongs in Far Cry 5, that's them. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> right. Uber-religious zealots, white cloaks. And Why can't
2: they just be white hats?
1: The the issue with
0: that is, though, up. is that when they got into the setting, they saw a wolf. And that, therein lies the problem, because according to the white cloaks... Wolves are servants of the Dark One. Yeah. Sorry. So they old, couldn't be more wrong. They couldn't be more wrong. Well, it's not even just Bornhold. It's it's like the entire entirety of the White Cloaks believes it. Um. And the
2: entirety of the White Cloaks think that if you don't believe in what they do, you're a heathen, regardless. So what's it matter?
1: Sounds like well, a lot of Southern yeah, Baptists. I can think of another religion I'm
2: not going to mention
1: Dude,
0: if I were to Put a religious group It would be Westboro Baptist Church With swords
1: I can see that Yes Yes. (laughs) And you know how we bring them all
2: together? You have a barbecue with some fried chicken There you go
1: Uh, Right No, no, Um, no Let's just go ahead and Throw the Lutheran track on that Want to make it a fish fry
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay,
1: okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and really, we not trying to talk shit too much about denominations or religions or anything. It's just more of you know what's the most stereotypical thing we can say about them and poke fun.
2: Right. And we don't and, mean and, to offend anybody.
0: And the bad part is though is that the 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 way we're mentioning it does absolutely fit the white cloaks. Yeah. Like I they, are they the bring extremists <laughs> of these groups.
1: I bet you what they bring potatoes. I said I bet you they bring potato salad uh, laced down with mayonnaise. Uh, oh right. Oh, oh
0: absolutely, absolutely. I'd be the one bringing the deviled eggs.
1: Um, I'm just saying the white <laughs> folks. They, they would be the ones that <laughs> would be told to bring the paper plates to the barbecue. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. M- we wouldn't trust the food that they serve. Um, <laughs> and not for poison, but they probably suck. The, <laughs> the white cloaks, however, became a threat to um, Perrin and Egwene and the wolves. One wolf uh, in particular. I, I, just to,
2: I, I just have to say something here. I mm. actually was a little hurt, maybe a little sad or devastated in a way th- about Hopper. Yeah. When it came oh to the may wolf he hunter. rest in
1: the shade in the shade of the creator's hand.
2: Yes. You know, may may he re- you know, all right RIW here, okay? Rest in the wind. But uh <laughs> it, it just didn't hurt to hear that because he was like one of the primary wolves that Perrin would talk to.
0: Yeah. And and it really and what they did though is they they showed a little bit of how Parent's ability works and the fact that he was actively connected to that wolf when the wolf died. So he Hence felt his that Berserker wolf's moment. <laughs> right. He felt that wolf's death. And he'd never felt something like that before. So he he went like straight up, oh, what's that ab- uh, you play more D D than I do, so what what's that I just one? Told where, you, berserker. B- berserker. Berks. Okay. He thought
2: the berserker. mode.
0: Or, or rage. Isn't that rage? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah if like it, it, it with D D with uh, I know with D and D that if you play a barb, most of the time in order to get your berserker up, you put points into your rage. Right. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah this general giant's never seen that much rage bef- rage before.
2: <clears throat> no.
0: Right. So, it, he forgot that you know it, anything was happening. He just. He wanted the head of the person that killed Hopper. Because... And you? That, well,
2: yeah. Yeah. You just killed my furry friend.
0: So, glasses raised wait, 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 to wait. Hopper. Yes. And we, we we literally did, you know...
2: How does um, that... What was that one famous line? Something Montoya...
1: Hello. My name is Inigo You killed my father. Prepare to die. Prepare Stop to die. Stop saying that. <laughs> you know, Sorry, my favorite line from that by. movie,
0: honestly, though, is, you know, there's a shortage of perfect breasts in this world. Be ashamed to damage yours. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Is he alive? Sort of.
0: <laughs> he's only mostly dead.
1: <laughs> um, feel that? I've just taken one day of your life. Calculus <laughs> what?
0: Please, please, please explain oh. to me how this makes you feel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so of course, Perrin goes into a rage, and the next thing we know is he's waking up bound and gagged, and, you know, or, well, not gagged, but hogtied. tied. Per- Yeah. Um, in the white cloak camp. Um, the issue that he's faced with now is he's he's got to determine how much truth to tell these people to stay alive in the first place. Um, Well, they
2: did introduce and hold hold on hold on. They actually introduced a new character though today in this chapter.
0: They did. Um,
2: Geofram Jeffram Bornland
0: Jeffram Bornhold Okay, so oh. Bornhold is a, is, is a main that you're going to see a Child lot of by. And so is Bayar Child Bayar Son of a bitch Uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> well, He is the zealot zealot Yeah um,
2: it, It's just messed up, though, that You know, his entire questioning <laughs> Oh, because you have that You're one of the dark ones What? What? <laughs> But that's pretty much it, how the whole questioning went. There was no actual questioning. It was just, And
0: you and are. the or... thing is, though, is that's how, again, Robert Jordan <laughs> masterfully created this world where he's showing these zealots for what they are as zealots. No matter what you do, if you are not doing everything to fit in exactly as them, then you are obviously serving the dark one.
1: Because your trial and comes after your conviction. They just, you know, you're convicted of being a dark friend. Now we're going to question, air quotes, mm-hmm. uh, a um, confession out of you. Right.
0: And we're have to get convicted. You're, yeah. It, 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 they're not, you've already been convicted. You've already been charged. Um, it, we just want to hear you say it.
2: In other words, they're not doing good cop, bad cop. They're doing bad cop, bad cop, period. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, it's for reasons like this that torture is actually against the Geneva Convention because people will say whatever the hell you want want them to say if you torture them enough.
1: Just remember, it's not waterboarding if you're using gasoline.
2: (laughs) And just remember, it's it's not breaking an arm. It's resetting a joint.
0: Oh. But...
2: (laughs) Oh Bet got well,
0: what I bet. <laughs> well ouch Hey <laughs> the, the 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 tale that they tell though they managed to get a parcel, enough truth so they learn they learned a lesson and this is the the idea is that if you're going to tell a lie you need to have enough truth to it to be convincing. So they admit they're from two rivers. They say that they are going out to do this. The problem is, is that they knew just a bit too much. Had they not known the name of the ruined city of Shadar Lugoth, it probably would have been slid by and they would have been like, oh, okay, okay, maybe you're just innocent people that happen to speak to somebody that claimed to be a warder.
1: Did they call it Shadar Logoth, or did they call it Eridol? They called it Shadar Logoth. Okay.
0: And and he specifically said that if those that know that name are rare, and those that know that name, unless they serve the Dark One, would avoid that place like the plague. Which is funny because of the fact that those that serve the Dark One avoid that place like the plague. Yeah. Right? I mean, we had an entire chapter dedicated to the fact that the, 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 um, oh God, the, um, whatchamacallit, the Murdral and the, um. Trollocs. Trollocs would not go into that city unless like absolutely forced. And even then they would bolt at the first, first opportunity. So they're saying that, only a dark faint friend would go in there, but in reality, no sane person would go in there. Like, period. Nobody would that even knows, even remotely, anything about that town.
2: See, with their story, they could have actually. I, I was thinking about this, is with their story, instead of giving like a destination, they could have just said, well, we're heading in this direction.
1: They You're also have. talking about two kids. Well, you're well, not, we're, young adults. But then. the
2: thing is, though, they're tra- that all they really had to do was say, "Right now, we're traveling." We, you know, they they admitted being from Two Rivers, but all they had to do was say, "We're traveling and visiting different towns within this direction."
0: We heard now they they because they had to explain their reason for being in that area. So just visiting would have probably worked. Had they just said that they had heard about some ruins. It would have been fine. But they named them.
2: Yeah, that was the problem there.
0: They named the ruins, and naming them is what caused the issue where they got accused of of being dark friends.
2: Well, they, well, even if they didn't name them, they were still going to be accused of being dark friends because of Perrin's weapon. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They didn't.
0: The, the weapon just... Seems suspicious, like, why would a farm boy, or at least somebody dressed like a farm boy, have a weapon of that quality?
2: Well, easy, to protect yourself on the road.
1: Well, no, it's not even that. It would have <laughs> been something like a woodcutter's axe. He's seriously carried a master's, um, a master blacksmith's yeah. product, and he made it. Yeah. And no one would believe that someone that young could be capable of putting out a master's craftwork.
2: Well, that's that, true, but in, in a case did, like that, he didn't make that,
1: that axe. It was it was his no. his um his dad
0: his his dad. No, no. it was a, no. What? no. He
1: made the axe.
0: No, he what made I, something else later. He did not make the axe. I, it was made for a customer that refused to pay the that's price. Right, right. Okay. master. And I master Luen say, you know, gave it to it him. it wouldn't have been
2: a bad idea. Yeah, but it was, still wouldn't have been a bad idea when they start talking to him about his weapon, the axe. That he goes, well, it was a gift from my father for the trip
1: it well, wasn't his father, but still, you could have lied.
2: That
0: right? That it, it, that, that would have been a believable, uh, well, almost the, a believable. Because the thing is, he's dressed like a farmer, and what you don't understand about a an axe of that quality, it's more than he would ever make in his life. He would never be able to pay for that axe, like ever.
2: I mean, who says it's not a family heirloom? He's a farmer. It doesn't farmer. matter. You know what? You go to some of these farmers' houses. They have. Oh, okay. You go to some farmers' houses. They may have a hundred-year-old sword sitting on the wall that looks pristine. True. And you're gonna go. Oh, you're a farmer, but you own that.
0: Well, and now that farmer probably got it from like the Civil War or something There's like that. My... Some, you get what some I'm saying. family member was an officer in the military a long, 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 long time ago.
1: Um, I'm just going off of the fantasy world classism issue. Yeah, fantasy world classism issue. He's probably... If
0: they had any weapon in there, it would be something that was old, rusted, pitted, and and not in that great a condition. It would not be the quality that he had. He had a beautiful quality weapon.
2: Okay, another lie he could have used was... well. The, the hatchet I had wasn't doing really well. We had some goods that we traded at one of the locations we visited, and I was able to get this. That would have been a believable lie.
0: He didn't have enough goods.
2: Yeah, no, like he, I got – okay, I got what you're saying there, but you, he, I'm just trying to throw out, you know
0: – Right. And I there. There, it would have been suspicious now there, there's ways that he could have gotten it that would have been less than honorable but they could have been forgiven um really if he the, had to the, use the, it to kill it, one of the children it, two two of the children and two, yeah. had he yeah had he not one killed two of the children with it two admitted to knowing the name of Shadar Logoth three admitted to having spoken to a um, a warder and four had more knowledge about a uh, um, the 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 dark the the dark one servants than is strictly necessarily true. No, because most of the people in his area, unless they're a scholar or have have visited the borderlands, don't even believe some of those creatures exist. Yeah. So he knew way too much for and a simple yeah. farmer. For a simple farmer.
2: Now. You know, he did try to play it off that they heard everything from a warder, but also, you know, as the story progressed a little bit, uh, was it Bayar pretty much told Egwin she may be released, but Perrin will be hung.
0: Perrin, no, because he had killed two of the uh, the white cloaks.
2: Yeah. And he basically, he's going to suffer the penalty, which is a hanging. Yep. Lynch the poor boy! Is basically what they're saying. Yeah.
0: So that's that's actually where that chapter, and, and it's bad because this this chapter did like the perfect cliffhanger. They set you up to know if Perrin doesn't get out, he's dead. Egwene can't survive on her own. They don't know where Elias is. The wolves are gone. Hopper is dead. Their situation seems. Hopeless. Dire. I mean, like, if we were to do... If we were to be in episodes of a show right now... The moment they said... And, you know, unfortunately... Because you killed two of our own... Your fate is sealed. You will be hung when you get to Blah, 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 blah.
2: To quote a cartoon character... Oh, a cartoonish character... Dun, dun, dun! Words. <laughs> I words. You know, like like
0: your fate is sealed, words. Yeah. You know, there there's the cre- roll the credits. <laughs> there it is. So,
2: Sorry, the you know because the way the, the being a cliffhanger you know belt from Cru- <laughs> the crudes popped in my head with the whole
0: oh yeah no I got we're, it we're <laughs> we're we're getting to the point though where damn near every chapter is going to be cliffhanger after cliffhanger because it's going to, we're we're getting into the thick of the story we're past the halfway point so in any in in any long standing series um like the first half of the book. Now, now the, the nice thing about a long-standing series is the the first couple chapters is the answer to the cliffhanger. So you, you get, like, lots of information really fast. It makes you go, ah. And then you have this build up and the buildup and the buildup until the middle of the book. And then, oh, fuck. Oh, damn. Oh, what? Well, no.
2: Ah. It's not actually like that every chapter. Because, I mean, from this chapter into the next, there really isn't anything about Perrin and Egwin. In The next chapter,
0: no, they just leave you hanging. Yeah, they just leave you hanging. Like, uh, by the so way, he's yeah, really good at gonna that. die. You know, parents' gonna die. Gwen, well, yeah, well, she's screwed without parent,
1: so, yeah, well, so yeah, the wolves are gone because One the of them children, is dead. The children are the type to try and do air quotes what's right, and they could let a Gwen go. But one way or another, they're not going to because it's for her safety. You must stay with us. Right.
2: Oh, boy. Are and we going to have yeah. a Children of the Corns moment here?
1: No, not Children of the and... Corn. It's just more like they're... <laughs> they're... Concentrated, patriarchal...
2: They're basically... Our way is
1: right. You
2: Yeah. Yeah
1: right and and the sad part is that they you know
0: they they fit the idiom of no evil person necessarily believes that they are evil they feel that they are doing what they must or what is right and they have convinced themselves that this evil act is necessary to achieve an ultimately good act That's it. That's that's the white cloaks in a nutshell. Yeah. Any they... any evil action, any horrible treatment of another person or being, is okay as long as it's in service of this ultimate good.
2: Yeah, that's like saying um, that's like saying all like all monsters are evil, even if you you know you find a monster town. It... Of good monsters, you know, you might have some kind of zealots that claim that they're evil, so they use that to their advantage to start a holy war or something.
0: Hey, we've all watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We know that there's some good monsters out there.
2: Uh- <laughs> I was thinking about <laughs> anime in my head.
0: <laughs> well,
2: because you know way more about anime than either of us, probably. But anyway, well, you know, we- I about, just like you both know way more about DJing than I ever, ever will.
0: well this is true this is true anyway ladies and gentlemen I think that would be the end of this chapter so let's bring this to an end with our awesome theme music once again thank you for listening to The Wheel of What we of course have Ben and Ray with us Ray you can find on his own podcast the Raven's Nest channel it's on all the major uh, streaming services. You can also find me on my own uh, uh, podcast. That is a squirrel, uh, little squirrel tangent with my better half, Brandy. Yeah, Words and stuff. You can find us. Just Google us. We're on all the major streaming services. Also, if you really like it, hit that support button on our anchor.fm page. Um, thanks again for listening. Aloha.